One, two, we're good? All right. Ready? So you want me to intro? What's the name of this? You want me to intro the special or just talk about it? I shame brought the nomo. Nomo brought the word, which is Asher Root. The crew is unspoken heard. West Jackson had the vision and brought it to fruition with a little hard work, perseverance, and intuition. Seven hands is the label. Free to just be the envy of MCs, my man. Trust me. What once was a logo is now in my bloodstream. And people always ask, yo, Ash, what does it mean? And I tell them, you, can we represent the masses? A herd of folks that came to set it on your asses. That's why I'm Teaching classes, life is my syllabus. Take out what you can, cause no one will deliver us jack shit. We moving backwards in a downward spiral. The rest of y'all are swimming in denial. Meanwhile, like we told y'all, all this about time. Better make way for me and mine. We gotta take what's rightfully ours, like the maroons done. Soon come. Soon come. We wanna stand tall and shine bright like the new sun. Soon come. The time for shocking and jabbing and playing the cool is done. Soon come. We live by the principle of the snare bass and drum. Soon come. The, the reason that I really like Soon Come so much is because it's it's a complete album. It's one of those albums to me, and that's a rarity these days, that you can put on from start to finish and it flows beautifully. It was DC to me, you know? It really just felt like it was DC. Um, but you know, a lot of people think DC go go, and, and it is obviously. But this was this was DC hip hop to me, and it's and it's fine. Who are you, and where are you from? <laughs> My name is Gabriel Asheru Ben, and I'm from Washington, D.C. So at what point did you make the decision to, to educate, to use music for education? Uh, I graduated in 97 from University of Virginia. My, my major actually was anthropology, because I wanted to work at a music, I wanted to work at the Smithsonian. I wanted to be like um, an anthropologist, man. I wanted to travel and do what I saw on the Discovery Channel, you know, but it didn't work out that way. They lost their funding. I had worked there for a year while I was in school. I, I had taken a year off and I was working full time there. And the, and, the, and I was ready to drop out actually. And the lady was like, no, don't quit school. Go back to school. When you come back, we'll have a job waiting for you. So I was like, all right, back. I'm going back there. I'm going to come back. So I did that. Two years later, I came back. She was like, I'm sorry, we lost our funding. <laughs> so I ended up working this terrible job at um department of labor statistics bureau of labor statistics being a cartographer i was doing what gps like when you look at the gps how the streets are named i used to sit there eight hours a day in a cubicle and click the names on the streets that's all i did and i hated it so one day at lunch break i um i was looking in the post and i looked in the one ads and i saw a job a sixth grade teacher wanted at mcgogany elementary school in southeast and I was like, man, I, I should call and just see if I can go over there and do this. So I called him, and um, the guy said, can you come right now for an interview? I was like, i come right now. I walked out, got in the cab, <laughs> rode out to Southeast, and I walked in the building, and the guy looked at me, and he was like, so you want to teach sixth grade? I was like, yeah, I want to teach sixth grade. He said, like, you ever taught before? I was like, no, but, you know, all of my mentors, all of my 
people that raised me up kind of are all teachers, you know, in, in education. So I was like, yeah, I think I, I could do it. So he was like, I think you could do it too. And he hired me. He was like, you come in on Monday. I was like, no doubt. So I went in, I, I went back to work. I put my two weeks in, I was ready to roll. So Monday I left, I went back, I went to work and that was my first year. Teaching was 97. When I was walking over here, I was talking to my seven-year-old son. And so I asked him, um, what is it about, about music that helps kids learn? And he said, he said, because music puts movies in your brain. It's, I mean, it, it, it is like I was. It's so funny you said that. I was just because see now in the capacity that I'm in now, I'm training and, and coaching my staff to teach these kids. So uh, yesterday, a teacher was like, "I'm doing a lesson on figurative language, and I can't figure out what I'm going to use." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, so like, where do you want to start?" She was like, "Well, I'm reading uh, Things Fall Apart now, and I'm trying to say, have you ever heard of the Roots?" She was like, "No, who is that?" I was like, Jimmy Fallon, maybe you heard of Jimmy Fallon? She was like, no, I don't, I don't know who that is. I said, well, look, you need to find this album. I said, I'm going to come back and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some activities, some things that you can use. But as far as figurative language, I mean, it's everywhere. Even the way they speak is figurative language. So, you know, just trying to find those pieces and connect them to the instruction. That's really what I'm doing. But hip hop is, is, the, is the biggest tool for that because it is. It's mind pictures. It's, that's the unspoken herd. It's like, I don't even have to say it, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like when you walk down the street and you see somebody and you do like this. They acknowledge that you're saying what's up, but you didn't say a word. The term unspoken heard comes up in your music quite a bit. But the one that struck me the most was in the song Setting Sun, where, well, I'll let you describe it, but that moment when a father's dying and the son is watching, connect that to see i gotta get blue over here so you can have him tell that story this is that's a song setting sun is a song that blue black wrote uh, my partner wrote as the second part of a trilogy and the first one is called sun up from sundown which we're going to do tonight but setting sun tells the story of a, a pinkster king is a, a old african oral tradition of telling the story of someone who um conquered their oppressors so to speak and um gave his life for his son when he comes he has to give you the full because it's so dope and i don't want to mess up the translation but he has a whole i'm telling you i mean this is a song that has been re he's researched it and for years has gone through a process of creating these pieces to tell this story so i want him to come uh, he'll be here shortly but i want him to come and really break that whole thing down for you because it's important. It's, it's really, the concept is incredible. He's going to come here? Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be here in about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, when I heard, you know, I was researching songs for this interview, and I heard that song, and I just, I must have listened to it 15 times. I just kept rewinding it. And the thing that I want to ask uh, Robert about is, um, at the very end, you can hear people kind of talking from both left and right. And I was like panning left and panning right to try to figure out what they were saying. And the thing that struck me was that there was a conversation going on about the death of hip hop. And so I tied in the death of hip hop to the death of the father. And I wanted to see if um, you guys had 
All right, so I'll wait. I'll hold that. I'll, I'll start that question again. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm Blue Black from the Unspoken Herd, originally from the Bronx, Boogie Down, Bronx, New York. So we did a whole lot of research uh, in the early 90s about the origins of hip-hop. And one of the things that I learned was that there was a Pinkster celebration, like a harvest cel ceremony in upstate New York, kind of around where Brooklyn is now or in that area. And uh, it was kind of a protest dance that we used to do as Africans in slavery. And so the Pinkster King is kind of the person who rallies the people to come out and dance, right? But in this particular story, which you're referring to, um, he, as the Pinkster King, struck a blow for liberation. So he did something that uh, kind of turned the tables and tried to emancipate people from slavery. So. In that moment, he's dancing and retribution is on its way for what he had done. And his child is actually there reveling in the spirit of his father and all that kind of stuff. And what happens is, is they chop the father's head off. This is the story of the setting sun. My only son saw me die. He was screaming, Paul, why? I took a look at the look in his eye He was shook, but the soldier refused to cry He was 13 and green, seen the whole scene Too young to understand, too old to intervene So I'm lying there, dying, trying to share Telling him he has to act like he just don't care Yeah, retaliate when hate is in the air And demonstrate the might of this holy warfare See, we in the world where nobody really cares And the caveat they carry is that everything is fair he couldn't hear, but I think it was clear Cause he watched me with a look of no doubt and no fear When the years pass, assemble the masses Take off your mask and put on your glasses So you can see that hand of brutality That wants to feed you but struck me See, I had to die cause they really couldn't with me But they don't know that this is much more than me You after and my father before me Fought like a mighty more to ensure liberty It's your culture, so be very, very clear That yours is the voice that nobody wants to hear some will forget or be too petrified to vivify and live a full life till they die. So don't be quiet, watch your diet, study everything around you and then apply it. If you have an idea, try it. If you don't want to be bored, don't buy it, cause it's a lie. See, we the greatest power in the world, curled up like a fetus with a defeatist attitude. Agree to this, treat us, and it will beat us until it eat us or until it no longer need us. If you think about what hip-hop represents, it's probably the fourth or fifth generation of resistance in America of Africans or people of color from the diaspora. So bebop, rock and roll, uh, you know, rhythm and blues, all of those were, uh, what do you say, protest music in my uh my, my, the way I look at it. And hip hop is just another one of those protest musics. So what has happened throughout history is that the person who comes up 
and speaks the loudest, they usually try to chop the head off of the movement. And then the head, in a way, kind of falls into the ground, right? And everybody walks away from it. But really, the head is somewhat of a seed that's planted in the community, and then it grows back up again. I'd like to welcome you all to this feast. I wish you all everlasting peace in the face of the beast. The blood I bleed is needed to embalm the seed, but you must promise me to reap and weed, for your children must receive this seed. So teach them how to read and write, feel the sunlight. Teach them insight so they live long and stand upright. But at night, tell them tales to tip the scales. Tell them about the ships that sailed and the last that prevailed. Tell them that where we've come from, it can't be much longer. We either gonna die or get stronger. So don't be sad when the babies come. Give them all love and raise them to the sound of the drum. As for me, I live on eternally. I have to leave my physical form to fly freely. So regardless of what happens to me, you will still be or be still and see me. Keep me in your heart and feel me deeply. I live this life to lift the light that now shines. No matter how I love this life, it wasn't mine. So I let it go and know as sure as the sun shines, I'ma be back next time to get mine. And then he said, ring around and sing around. Africans gather around to see the king clown. Celebrate and come down to the sound. Listen as we plant this seed in the ground. Sun up, sun down. Ring around and sing around. Africans gather around to see the king yeah, man, and I think there's um, there's a context that comes from sun up from sundown, and even even in the title of the song, the sun coming up from the down sun. So that's the same analogy. So unless it falls, it can't rise again. So don't be afraid of the fall because it just sets up the rising again. With my head above water, swimming upstream, I rely in the Lord and His hand in my team. Sight is laser like a dream that appear on the screen, splitting the difference like medium. Nah, I mean, it's the difference between getting stupid and getting dumb, getting some and never getting none. But all along, you know, it soon come. It soon come. Thank y'all for coming out. We appreciate it. Give it up for Munir Nazir. Give it up for my man, the man of the hour, Asheru. Thank y'all for coming out. Thank you so much for coming out. Thanks to John Chambers. Thanks Blue to Bars. John Chambers. Let's keep the party going for the rest of the evening. Y'all be safe wherever it is you go. Thank you y'all so much, y'all. Peace. Give it up on Spoken Heard, everybody. Give it up one more time for Unspoken Heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, thank you. Have a great night. Keep it blooming.